Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, and today I am super excited to get into this episode. I want to talk about seasons today, and we're going to go macro, we're going to go micro, we're going to talk about seasons, but also some of the mindset that often comes up that we can easily attach to different seasons. Welcome to the Intentional Abundant Life Podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. If you're here, you're likely a busy woman wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You have a desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Well, you're in the right place, sister, because that is exactly what we do here. First, building on a foundation of faith with purposeful priorities while mastering our mindset and implementing simple self-care. So mama, grab your coffee or strap your kiddos in the car seat And let's jump into today's episode. Okay, so before we jump in, I've got to share with you guys another funny story about what went down this weekend. We are actually babysitting, if that's what you could call it, (laughs) for some friends' chickens. Really, all we're doing is going and collecting the eggs, which is a huge joy for us to go get fresh chicken eggs um, each day. But we went solo and I to go get these eggs and there was a chicken sitting on the eggs. And so I tried to shoo her away and she's like, went at me like she was going to peck me. And so she's like, Oh, if you're afraid, you know, you can just get a stick and like push her off. And so I tried to do that. And then she went crazy, like pecking on this stick. And I was like, Oh, nope. Um, definitely not putting my hand back in there again. And so, uh, I text her and she's like, Oh, sorry. That's angry eyebrows. (laughs) So their chicken's name is angry eyebrows anyways. Um, but I guess she's like the bratty one, but I wrote my husband and I'm like, who's the chicken now? So we had to take him over there today where he got to be the manly man and like move the chicken off the eggs. Um, and we got to collect, I think we have a whole dozen eggs from them, um, this morning. So super fun. We are going to have those for our breakfast. And the next thing that I want to talk about before we dive deep into seasons today is this crazy offer that I am putting out for the next five ladies that jump into one-on-one coaching with me are going to be stealing this program. Yes, there is an investment, but when you break it down, it's the cost of like a quarter tank of gas a week or two Starbucks drinks a week. Like it's insane to think that you could jump into a program, receive one-on-one coaching that has the power to transform your life, your home, your family, the way that you pour out into your family and your community that has generational impact, that has kingdom impact for the cost of two Starbucks drinks a week. 
I know that this program has the power to change lives because I have witnessed it time and time and time again. And the simplest thing that we work on is the Faithful Foundations. It is one of the number one things that we work on when new clients come into this program. And it is truly the foundation of it all because everything else is built on that. It's built on the Faithful Foundations. It's bringing God into the center of everything we do. It's not putting him first, but putting him in everything. You could come in to this program for seriously a steal of a deal. If you have been in my arena for any amount of time, if you have enjoyed this podcast, listen to coaching calls that I've had with clients. If you're in the intentional abundance community, you've seen the kind of stuff that I get to work through with clients on a daily basis. And that's the one-on-one stuff that we could work together for six months with. So whether you are struggling with your identity and you're like, I'm a mom and I'm struggling to be much more than that because I'm trying to take care of the kids and the home and still be a good wife. And my, my faith and my relationship with God has gone out the window. And I don't know, how do I do this whole to-do list? How do I keep my schedule in order? How do I run my days instead of letting my days run me? And then where's my self-care fit in? And how do I even pursue this like calling and this pressure and this push that God has put on my life to show up and serve in any of these different capacities? For some of us, that might be homeschooling your kids. That might be starting a mission organization, starting a business, coaching. Maybe it's even serving in your local church or a local um, community organization. Maybe it's ministering to youth. Maybe it's just inviting people from your community into your home to have dinner sometimes. Whatever that thing is that God has really been putting on your heart that you keep putting off because there's just too much stress and chaos and overwhelm in your life as it is. And sometimes it just makes you feel like you're just struggling every day, trying to survive. And you cannot wait until bedtime rolls around where you can just have a moment of peace and quiet to yourself. But then you're up late, sleep revenging, and then you're lacking on sleep. So of course, you're not going to get up when your alarm goes off to have quiet time with God. And then you wake up to your kids, maybe already going crazy or already fighting or jumping on your bed or wetting the bed and your day of chaos and stress and overwhelm just starts over again. Well, I want to help you out of that sisters. I want to help you go from that space into a space of peace and abundant living where you are making the most of every single day and enjoying every single day. And you're able to pursue goals like running triathlons and hiking this 26 mile pass that you've had on your bucket list for so long and starting that moms and Bibles fellowship group or writing that book or starting that business or inviting those people in, or creating the plan to homeschool your kids, or maybe lose those 20 pounds, whatever it is that you have kept putting off, all that to say, I want to invite you into a consult. Because if nothing else, the consult is completely free. And it's a way that I hold space for you to explore and to dream. I ask you specific questions that allow you to open up and look at where are you now? 
Where are you trying to be January 1st, 2023? And I say that because if you come into this program in the next two weeks, that's about the time we're going to be wrapping up. If you come into this program before the end of July, you have me until January 1st, 2023. And so I want to know who do you want to be and how do you want to be living and showing up for your family? Come then. Your family, your community, the kingdom, come then. And then let's find out what's in the gap. Let's mine the gap. Let's step in the middle of what's in that space. And this is what we get to do in the consult. And then we take an opportunity that if the way, the place and the who that you're trying to become is what this program is designed to be, then we can talk a little bit more about the program. We'll talk about the program. We'll talk about what it's like to coach with me, how your sessions in the program is going to go, everything that entails. You have space to ask questions. And if you're a no at the end, sister, I'm fine with that. I don't want you to make any kind of pressured decision. I have been pressured into sales before that I have regretted. And I in no way, shape, or form ever want to bring in a client that is going to regret their decision. But I want to hold the space for you. Okay, let's talk about seasons. We're all familiar with seasons, right? Right now it's summer, fall comes after this, autumn harvest season. After that comes winter. And after that comes spring again, before we're back here into the summer season. With each season comes a whole slew of things like summer. There's green grass everywhere. We're planting gardens. We're um, in the summer sun, in the heat. We're getting tan. Some of us are hair lightens. Um, we're playing in the sprinklers. Sometimes it's family vacations for those who have kids in public school and things like that. After summer comes fall, autumn, harvest season. That's when we're harvesting our gardens. We're making tons of zucchini bread and freezing it because we have 50 pounds of zucchini that's come out of our garden. <laughs> Happened to me a few years ago. Um, the leaves are falling. The season's changing. We're preparing for winter. We're excited to wear sweaters and jeans and have campfires and pumpkin spice lattes come out and we can have apple cider and all that fun stuff. And then there's winter. And with the winter season comes hibernation for some animals, Alaskans included, <laughs> where it's just so cold and there's snow and there's ice and there's no more leaves on the tree. And it's kind of a season to rest and relax and um, come together and warm up. And then there's the new year where we always like to set goals for the year. And I want to point out that we're almost to the halfway point of the year. And so now is the time to be thinking about those goals that you had set on January 1st, 2022. And where are you with them? What ones are you doing well on? And what ones are you maybe not doing so well on? But we also need to start thinking about what goals are we going to have for January 1st, 2023? Are we going to achieve the goals that we set January 1st, 2022? Or are they going to be the goal that's on our list again next year? Because we didn't break it down to be something that we could actually do on a daily or a weekly basis. 
because we didn't take the steps necessary to achieve the goal, whether that was hiring a coach. I've hired multiple coaches this year to come in, to come alongside of me, to help me reach the goals that I set for myself on January 1st, that I realized, you know, I'm not doing so well trying to do this on my own. Maybe there's some work that I need to do. Maybe there's somebody who's walked it before me who can be my guide. Maybe there's somebody out there who knows a little bit more than me, who, who's the expert in this field, who can help me achieve this particular goal. So that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about is pointing out that this season that we're in right now, it might seem like the summer season in the midst of the year where it's busy and the kids are home from school and the family's coming and visiting. And we've got that summer vacation coming up before the kids go back to school and we're trying to get out in the sun and we're trying to plant our flowers and plant our garden and we've got to mow the lawn and we've got to do these hikes and these bike rides and these triathlons and all these things while the summer is here. We've got to get it done while the summer is here. And we've got, we've got our kids home. For me, my kids home all the time. We don't have preschool or daycare or, you know, public school or anything like that. And, and so I think a lot of my listeners here might be very similar, but the summer can just seem a little bit busier. And so we can often make an excuse that now is not the time. But then I want to ask you when this next season comes, when the autumn, when the harvest season comes, when you're actually having to harvest that garden and do something with all the stuff that you're harvesting out of that garden. When you've got to pick and plan your curriculum for the year and you've got to figure out how to get back into this routine of homeschooling or or your kids go back to school, but then you're in this mindset of like, oh, the kids are going back to school and now I got to get back into the routine of getting them up and getting them dressed and getting their lunch and getting them out the door. And then they have sports that they're enrolled in and they're trying to get back into the routine of like doing homework at night. And I'm trying to get back into the routine of homeschooling and, and I'm going to wait until September before I do all of this stuff. But then September comes and then you're like, wow, I'm so busy come September. Maybe I'll wait. And then it's winter. But along with the winter season comes these holidays and these different gatherings. And so now the kids are in, you know, Awana every Wednesday night and you've got Bible study every Tuesday and, you know, this other small group every Thursday. And then there's school plays and then there's exams coming up mid-year that your kids got to do these tests for. And then there's all these different gatherings for the holidays, bake cookies for this, bring cookies for that craft supplies for this, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. Host this, bring a dish to share, holiday work party, whatever else. Your calendar's full. So you have to still take a break because you're still so busy. And then it's January 1st and you're like, oh man, you know, I remember in June, I looked at my goals again, but I didn't prioritize them. I didn't take the steps necessary to make sure that um, I was pursuing things that were my priorities in that season. And I just kept putting it off until now it's January 1st. Now I'm going to put the same goals I did last January on the top of my to-do list, on the top of my resolutions on what do I want to achieve in 2023. And I'm going to start focusing on them. But then before you know it, you get into the year. And you've been doing pretty well, but then you fall off and you have some mindset struggles and, and then now spring is coming and now you start thinking about, okay, well now there's exams again. And now I'm just ready for the summer vacation to come. So I can just feel like I can have a break, but then, but then you're right back here to where you are in June. And you kept telling yourself all of January through May that you've got time. It's the beginning of the year. I'm only a month in. I'm only two months and I've still got 10 months to go. 
until you're halfway in. And the whole time you've kept telling yourself that you're busy. I want to share this quote with you. My coach had pointed out the other day and her coach pointed it out and she read it in a book. And I don't know the author of the book, but basically he had said, and I'm paraphrasing here, that whatever problem that you think you have that makes you the exception, somebody else has already solved for. And I bring it up because for most of us as moms, I'm busy. I don't have the time. Those are some of the number one excuses that I hear consistently for why we're not achieving our goals, for why we're not even completing our to-do list, for why we're not implementing simple self-care routines for why we're not taking the time to get quiet with God and read his word and seek him for why we're not prioritizing the things that matter to us the most in life for why we haven't achieved a goal and a dream and a desire that's been on our to-do list for longer than we can remember and why we're consistently having to turn down things that we actually want to do. And I say this because every single season is going to bring about its own struggles. And so I want to encourage you with Matthew 6, 34. It says, therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. And that verse, honestly, might not sound very comforting or very encouraging. But really, when we sit down and think about it, so many times we are spending our energy today worrying about and being anxious about tomorrow. But in today, we have our own anxiousness about today. But instead, we're looking at tomorrow and being anxious about tomorrow. But tomorrow is going to be enough anxiousness for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I want to encourage you with this because I think it helps set us free from this mindset of the next season or I'll do it tomorrow or I'm busy now, but maybe in September then I'll be able to prioritize time for fill in the blank. And for some of you, that's to actually say yes to the offer of having a coach. Isn't it funny how we often do this? We often get ourselves into this space where it's like the chicken or the egg, which comes first. I mean, I just shared at the beginning of this podcast episode that I had to move the chicken to get the egg. The chicken obviously laid this egg, which is like a miracle in and of itself. If you really think about it, I'm like, these eggs come out of these chickens like every day. That's incredible. But we often get into this mindset where I'm not going to hire a coach now because I'm too busy to prioritize the time to work with the coach because I'm not prioritizing the time to work with on everything else that I need to work on. But in reality, the coach that helps the busy moms live productively peaceful days could actually be the thing that you're missing to be able to do all the things, to be able to make the time 
And honestly, just making that time, making the one hour a week for yourself has the power to change so many other things. It's incredible. It's like a domino effect. You make an hour for this one time a week. You find yourself making hours to be intentional with your kids throughout the week about quality time with your spouse, about pursuing those goals, whatever they are, fill in the blank. And it's just incredible to watch it happen. But I see so many stuck in the in in the reverse where it's like, well, I'm not even prioritizing my time to take care of my house and to spend with my kids and to spend quiet with God. So I really shouldn't be prioritizing in investing with a coach right now because then I'm going to have to find another hour of my week to put, you know, on my calendar for her. And so don't get caught up in that kind of vortex of a mindset. Because when you break it down, when you come down to it, every single day is going to have its own level of anxiousness and getting in the mindset where we're thinking about tomorrow or the next season already is a trap and it's a snare. The other part of scripture is Ecclesiastes 3. It talks about a time for everything. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under the, under the sun, under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And I just love this portion of scripture because when it says for everything, it literally means everything. (laughs) There is a season for everything. And earlier we talked about these seasons of the year, right? Winter goes into spring, spring goes into summer, summer into fall or harvest, and then back into winter again. But I was wondering if you're aware that this same seasonal idea takes place in our bodies as women on a monthly basis. It's been on my list to talk about this for quite some time, and I'm not diving into this specific topic this week, but Every month when we have our monthly cycles, it mimics creation's seasonal cycle. During a certain part of the month, your body is acting more like winter. It is desiring that rest. There is a time where it is more like summer, where it desires that like it is hot and it is ready to go out and to be magnetic and to get stuff done, like the summer season. There is a time of spring where it's new growth and flourishing and to get out there and and explore what it's going to be like in the summer season. And there's also this like fall season where it's preparing for the winter. It's preparing for the rest. So there are seasons that your body goes through monthly that When I get into this podcast episode, we're going to talk more about how it's tied to your productivity by becoming aware and in tune with your body and what's going on with your body 
make the most of your days and your priorities and your schedule by um, cooperating with that natural cycle, almost like we do with the seasonal cycles of creation. But in addition to that, we live spiritually and emotionally and mentally sometimes in mixed seasons outside of those. Like we have our monthly cycles going on inside of us month after month after month after month. And then we have these larger seasonal cycles going on around us in terms of creation. But then we're all going through these seasons of life that are outside of the other seasons that we've talked about. But um, thinking of spring, for example, it's kind of like can spiritually be a season of all things new, where it's like, God is doing a new thing in you and you are just seeing this season of renewal and revival taking place in your life. Or, or maybe it's a time where you're, you're shifting and you're starting to focus more on what you're putting into your body and the, the training that you're putting it through. Or sometimes there's summer seasons where it's just a little bit more lush and winning. Or maybe, um, it's a time where you're, you're, you're sowing a little bit more into different things in your life where you're actually taking the time to invest a little bit more in different things to, to learn and go deeper into different things. And it's just a, an abundant season that leads into a fall season. Maybe it's an autumn, a harvest season in your life where you find yourself, um, just really, like winning and reaping the benefits of the work that you've done previously of those, those kind of transitions that took place in the spring season and the work that was done in the summer season. Maybe you're now in a fall season where, where you're reaping more of that harvest and maybe that is abundant or maybe not so. And maybe sometimes that leads into a winter season where you're feeling a little bit more reserved or cold or a little bit more isolated. And maybe you just want to go back to those foundations and go back to just being quiet with the Lord and quiet with your family. We can go through these seasons that are, like I said, spiritual, emotional, mental, totally outside of the seasons that we're seeing outside our window. And some of us are in a season of waiting, waiting for our family to grow by a family member. Some of us are in the season of having newborns in the home and like, whether it's your first or your second, third or fifth or whatever, starting over, um, that's a whole other season of its own. And then there's the season of, having a toddler, this little human who's like learning to be human, you know, learning to exercise their, their own autonomy in their own power and their own self-control. And some of us are in the season of kids starting school. Maybe it's, maybe it's the year that your kid's going to start kindergarten and whether you're homeschooling or sending them off to school, it is a very different season than, than the five years that led up to that. Or maybe you have a season with kids who are, you know, in the midst of grade school and now they're having groups of friends and they're learning from their other friends. And you're just like, wait, where'd you learn that from? (laughs) Or maybe you have kids that are 
going into these preteen years and are developing hormones and opinions even stronger than they had when they were toddlers. And it brings about a whole slew of different concerns for you as a mom. Or maybe detached from motherhood, you're in these other seasons of, you know, growth and learning and kind of this like, almost like harvest season where you're like, you're learning all these things and you're in these different courses and it's just like busy, 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 you know, outside of your family and all the dynamics that go on in the home. But like you as a woman are in personal development and professional development and, and learning, you know, consuming podcasts and different trainings online or whatever else. Or maybe you're in a season where you've just come out of a lot of learning and you're just ready to be quiet and you're just going to tune out a lot of the world and be quiet with your family and with the Lord and listen and hear and maybe filter through some of that information that you got during, during that season of, of learning and growing. And, and now you're just basically laying it all out at the feet of Jesus and saying, okay, what will you have me keep and and implement and really hold on to? Or maybe you're in a season where you're dipping your toes in the water and you're like, hey, maybe I should step out and do this thing. Maybe I should hire a coach and explore some stuff. Maybe I should try and get my schedule in my mindset a little bit more in order. Maybe I should get in that space of prioritizing my time with the Lord. Maybe I should jump into that class. But I want to encourage you in those maybe I should question marks to make a decision. Because not making a decision is a decision. (laughs) It's a decision of no. (laughs) It's a decision of, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to obedient. I'm not going to be obedient. I'm not going to explore. Okay. So make a decision that you have firmly decided and you can live with that. You're not going to waffle on or beat yourself up later, but make a decision sit down and explore what season are you in? Not just the season of creation outside your window, not just the season of your cycle, but what season are you in, in life right now? And what is your response to that season? Are you going to, are you going to be obedient and step forward and say yes? Or are you going to step back and not be obedient to whatever season you're in and just stay stuck where you're at. Y'all, our very own Kamala Wade, and I say our because she is on the Intentional Abundance team. She is a client of mine and she is an avid contributor to the Intentional Abundance community. But her and her husband are leading a seven day 
Pray For Your Kids Challenge, and she will be sharing those Pray For Your Kids posts, prompts every single day in the Intentional Abundance community. So jump inside the community if you are not already. But I want to read you what she said about this challenge. We all face trials in this world, even our kids. And it's our job as parents to lead and guide them towards Jesus so they will be able to serve and honor him as they grow older and also so they will always know he is their foundation for everything. One of the best ways that we can lead and protect our kids is by covering them in prayer. One of our very own, Camilla Wade, and her husband have created this seven-day challenge to be more intentional about praying the prayers that are covering our kids. We would love for you to join and invite others as we lift up our youth to the Lord. And this is going to take place June 20th. So starting today, for those of you who are avid listeners, jumping on the day that this was posted, but June 20th through the 27th, for one week, we're going to boldly and intentionally storm the gates of heaven with prayer for our kids, no matter the age. So jump into the Intentional Abundance community. Even if you're hearing this late, friends, it is going to be added to a guide. So even if you're hearing this in like September, jump in the community if you're not already. Go to the guide section and you will find the seven-day Pray for Your Kids Challenge where you can intentionally lift up your children. And who knows, maybe this is just going to start a habit in you where you're able to lift them up regularly.